0: Criminal Wine contains explicit and graphic content that may not be suitable for all listeners, so listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to another episode of Criminal WIND. Today I have a guest with me. Say hi to the folks.
1: There is a guest in the studio. There
0: is a guest in the studio. So, my guest today is a host from We Can't Wrestle Podcast. He is a media producer and he is my handsome husband.
1: And the co host of the Motley Soup Podcast.
0: And the co host of the Motley Soup Podcast. But they already know that.
1: Okay. Because well, I, I
0: mentioned that earlier in probably episode one or two. That
1: has been fleshed out then.
0: It has already been covered. So, today we are going to talk about. Chris Benoit Hence
1: the reason I am present
0: That's exactly why he's present Because if any of you have no idea who Chris Benoit is He was a wrestler Which we'll get into more details on that in a little bit But my husband is a wrestling expert A I'm self-professed s- wrestler <laughs> Okay. Self-professed Self-professed wrestling expert
1: Some may disagree
0: Where's your beer?
1: It's right here in front of me
0: Okay, there it is, the microphone is Criminal colored. beard Criminal Beard. So you're the Criminal Beard, right, the huh? Criminal Beard.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I'm just drinking a wine that I found in the fridge, and he is drinking his try-and-true Bud Light.
1: Yep, that's what we're doing. That's
0: it. We're, nothing special today. We're just talking about rest, this wrestler guy that committed a crime.
1: Chris Branwell, one of the most nefarious crimes of all the times.
0: I would say in the wrestling world it is, but I would have never known a thing about this if you hadn't told me about it. For real? Back
1: in 2007, it was all over CNN, it was all over Fox News, it was all over the news when it first happened in June of 2007.
0: I was 18 in 2007, so I I wouldn't have given a damn about nothing. Well, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) So, all right, Well, a little bit of a background on Mr... Is it Christopher Benoit or is it just Chris Benoit? Do we know this? As
1: wrestling fans, we just knew him as Chris Benoit. He was
0: just Chris Benoit. Well, for those of you who don't know a squat about wrestling, just like how I did and had to do some research, Benoit held 22 championships between WWF and WWE, WCW, NJPW, whatever that is. New and
1: Japan e- Professional Wrestling.
0: That's what it is. NECW. So they, this guy had like a pretty prolific.
1: I want to tell you something. Until June of 2007, mm-hmm. Chris Benoit was one of the most highly regarded, respected, professional wrestlers of all time. If I were to show you people out there who are listening to the show that are not wrestling fans. Like me. That think wrestling is fake and phony. And like phony I will <laughs> I'll I'll promise you you'll watch a Chris Benoit match.
0: If you can find one.
1: And and uh, <laughs> you
0: can still find them. You can find you can them.
1: Still find them. <laughs> and um, I will. I will dare you to watch one of his matches. Look at anything in it that looks fake. Look at any punch that doesn't look like it's connecting. Look at any headbutt. Then that's part of the problem was the headbutts. We'll get into that.
0: We'll get into that.
1: But anything that guy did looked absolutely positively real. Ninety percent because fifty percent of it was. Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, it's not f- fake, folks. It's fixed.
0: Yes. So, he was the uh, he was a two-time world champion and a one-time WCW World Heavyweight Champion. You're gonna have to correct me if any of this information is wrong. Sorry. A one-time World Heavyweight Champion in WWE. He was booked to win a third World Championship at the WWE. Uh, WWE. Wow. I said V whatever that is, event on the night of his death. Mm -hmm. So let's actually cover that one. So he had an event the night of his death. So
1: the night of his death, yes, it was, uh, I think it was Night of Champions was the pay-per-view. He was supposed to be in a match with a guy, I believe he was going to be wrestling... CM Punk, actually, at that pay-per-view. I believe... I, had, I don't EC- think I have that, but I believe I did read ECW that. For the ECW Championship, mm-hmm. and he did not show up. And, um, he had called another wrestler, I believe either the day before or early in the day, saying he was having some travel problems, not knowing, obviously them not knowing what was actually going on, um, but... He did not show up for the show, so they replaced him with a wrestler named Johnny Nitro and had the match. Interestingly enough, during the match, during the live commentary, as I was watching the pay-per-view, I distinctly remember them saying Chris Benoit is having travel problems, he's not here, blah, blah, blah. As we'll discuss later, though, after the tragedy of Chris Benoit's family dying and him killing himself... WWE mm-hmm. pretty much erased him from their history. Therefore, if you go watch that match now on their streaming network, the WWE Network, the commentary is overdubbed by yep. commentary that is does not make mention of Benoit. Which
0: is why I earlier I said if you can find it, now you can you if can still, still see there. you
1: can still see all his matches on right. the network. However, say he's wrestling just for anybody that say he's wrestling Stone Cold Steve <laughs> Austin, the match is there. But in the listing of a match, it just says Stone Cold Steve Austin in action. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mention Chris Benoit's name.
0: Which is crazy. But, I mean, it is what it is. It's business, right? It's business. Gotta do what you gotta do. So, yep, I was right. Christopher Michael Benoit, as you were talking, I was looking that up. So, Christopher Benoit was born May 21st, 1967 in Canada.
1: Edmonton, I believe.
0: Sure. I hadn't got that far. We're going to go with that. But apparently, his wife Nancy was a wrestler too.
1: She was, and I'll give you the backstory on that as
0: Please well. Please do. I don't have much details on her.
1: Nancy Sullivan was a wrestling manager. Her ring name was Woman. Woman. She, that's it. Yes, just Woman. Woman. Just, All right. And that came from. Uh, well, okay. She was she was an item with a professional wrestler named Kevin Sullivan, who was also a wrestler. Her and Kevin Sullivan were together for a long time. They were married, I believe, and. Uh, most people, even if they don't like wrestling, know Ric Flair. <laughs> Ric Flair was also associated with women on television, not romantically or anything, but his uh, his catchphrase or whatever, whenever he would be on stage with women, was "Woman, a oh woman, won't you marry me now?" Mm-hmm. That was his thing with her. But anyway, Woman was Kit uh, Nancy was again in wrestling, married to Kevin Sullivan who, when Kevin (coughs) Sullivan, and this is all pertinent to the story, Kevin Sullivan, Nancy, and Chris Benoit were all wrestling in Ted Turner's WCW, at that time, Kevin Sullivan was actually the man that wrote the shows. He was the guy that was booking the talent. He was the guy that was deciding who was going to win and all that stuff. But anyway, in the meantime, Nancy and Chris began to have an affair. And Nancy (laughs) left Kevin for Chris. And then, uh, in art imitating life, they actually played that story out on television as a storyline between Kevin Sullivan and Chris Benoit being in a feud and uh so that's the perverse world of professional wrestling, life imitating art or art imitating life either way um, but there's some history there mm-hmm. that's how a woman and or Nancy, as we're going to refer to her here as the victim. Um, well,
0: she re- re- really was the victim. I mean, uh, regardless of what she done with the the affair, she's definitely a victim in this. Mm-hmm. Wait till we get into to the actual meat; you'll understand later. So, we're gonna move on with the story, actually. Okay. And I'm gonna let you actually take the reins on that one as well. What I I do remember reading was. But the, they all, three of them died on different nights, is that? Yes. yes. So let's talk about the first night.
1: It was from, the kid, right? From every, their son. Actually, from everything I recall, I think Nancy or was, was Nancy? the first one. On was it Nancy? Nancy was Friday night, first. according to the, the uh, what, what would it be, the coroners, or autopsies or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Nancy was killed on Friday night. I believe she had some drugs in her system, which they said actually the drugs and alcohol in her system were not anything where she had been overdosed. Um, yeah, they
0: said it was a therapeutic level and not a toxic level.
1: Right. Um, and I don't know, maybe was, you have details. I cannot remember off the top of my head if they said that she had been rendered unconscious before she was... <sighs> essentially suffocated and choked to death by her husband. Yes. And then he left a Bible next to her body.
0: So, what other details are on that one? Like, did did she... Did you put in, like some sort of weird chokehold, or did he just like straight up take his hands and straight? No,
1: I out? believe she was putting a chokehold. Yeah. Um, the two of them had th- their their other children were not there at the time. I forget where they actually were. I think they may have been with Nancy's sister or something. So the only other child in the house was was uh, Daniel, mm-hmm. who was the son that was. We'll get to that. He had something called fragile X syndrome. What's that? Fragile X syndrome is a disease. Uh, you know, the disease, uh, what's it called, uh, it's not called giantism, um, that, like Andre the Giant, people have that, that where their glands make, like, their hands and their head and stuff bigger. Mm, gotcha. Fragile X is, like, the opposite of that. This kid had He's a disease tiny. that made him frail and mm. tiny. And, um... And he was taking, I think, I believe, drugs for that or something to that effect. But anyway, apparently, a lot of handling of. Because by the time this happened, Nancy hadn't been in wrestling since probably 2001. Um, she had retired. She was just the mother at home with Benoit's children. But Daniel had Fragile X, and from what I understand, there were domestic issues between the two of them or, or what have you, hostilities, and, and a lot of it surrounded. Daniel's disease. So, who knows? Who knows? Who knows if this uh, he, we weren't there, nobody was there, but what I do know is he he put his wife in a chokehold and killed her on Friday night. Mm-hmm. And then on Saturday night, he apparently from what they say his son he did sedate his son.
0: Yeah, I right read on the on uh, the well, the article I was reading that his son had like Xanax and something else in his system, yeah. something I can't pronounce. And it was, he was basically sedated.
1: Whether he sedated him or not, this sick bastard, Chris Benoit, choked his nine year old son, his frail nine year old son, to death. Oh, but it's okay because he put a Bible next to his body. What a freak. After he did it.
0: What a fucking freak.
1: Um,. We always talk about this on the We Can't Wrestle podcast, is we would love to discuss the amazing professional wrestling career of Chris Benoit on our show, but we have a hard time doing it because we all look at him as a human piece of garbage.
0: Well, now you can talk about it here because we talk about murders.
1: There you go. There you go. There you go. So <laughs> <a> talk away. <laughs> Chris was one of the greatest professional wrestlers of all time, and I remember, oh, well, can we get to Sunday night? apparently.
0: Well if you if you want to move ahead, yeah, absolutely.
1: Alright, we'll get to Chris in a minute. His, we'll get to Chris his in a demise in a moment. So remember this, Chris Benoit choked out his wife and killed her on Friday night. Choked out his frail, disease ridden son on Saturday night. And um so in other words, like my thing is another sick part about this is you killed your wife and now she's just laying around laying there dead and you're just walking around the house. Right. I mean, I'm sure he was probably fucked up or something. But excuse my language.
0: Why? I mean, I'm pretty sure I've said at least 17 f bombs in my six episodes. Okay. I'm just saying, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> but what I want to know is, so since they all died on different nights, what happened with Daniel on the first night? Like,
1: no, who knows?
0: Right? Was he tied up in a room somewhere? Was his dad threatening him? No, like nobody like knows said there story were no marks.
1: That? There were no signs of a struggle on him or Nancy. Actually. Um,
0: was Daniel at his friend's house the night that his mother was murdered and you know, then he just came from home? From what I
1: understand, they were all home the whole time. It just kind of um,
0: makes you wonder, you know, where was Daniel when Nancy was being murdered?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or what was happening to the poor little guy?
1: Who knows? Who knows? Maybe he was situation. sedated,
0: too, at the same time Nancy was. Like, he's just 24 hours of sedation.
1: So, so. alright. So now we get to the last night. Sunday night. I think it was like June 24th or something, 2007. So this would have actually been the night of the pay-per-view. Yeah. Um, Chris Benoit. Oh,
0: we have a visitor. Yes, Hello, Kitty. do.
1: Chris Benoit <laughs> hung himself. He hung himself using a weight machine.
0: Like when those ones where the, you pull yep. it over your head? Those that where you're yeah. sitting down and you pull mm-hmm. it down? Oh, okay.
1: He hung himself using a weight machine.
0: Like a stationary pull-up? Right. chin-up or whatever they're called? My so, God. So, I mean,
1: he took himself out pretty brutally.
0: How tall was that thing?
1: I don't know. But, I mean, he was probably six foot. It's maybe five, Maybe between 5'10 and 6 foot. Um, and, you know, probably a pretty strong neck, too. So I'm assuming that wasn't a quick demise. Right. For Mister Benoit, but hey, at that point he given him, he deserved it. He deserved what he gave himself. He, I, I don't, explain. I
0: don't know how he could have managed it himself, but all right.
1: So yes he 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 killed <clears throat> his he killed his wife, he killed his son, he killed himself. Now, from a wrestling fan's perspective, and from the WWE's perspective, and from all of the professional wrestling world's perspective, here we are Monday, and a wellness check's been done. Uh, there's a wrestler named Chavo Guerrero, who was brother who was the nephew i'm sorry of wrestler Eddie Guerrero, who will play into what 'm one of my points in this story in just a little bit uh Chavo Guerrero was the one who had received the call from Chris earlier in the weekend, so I think it was each, it was either Sunday or monday i don't remember they went and did a wellness check at the house, discovered what they discovered and the initial reports were homicide or uh, the initial reports essentially to the WWE and such were these 3 people are dead right so
0: not a double murder suicide it's right. homicide right now
1: so the night of monday night WWE was supposed to do a show in corpus christi texas The show opened with just Vince McMahon, the owner of the WWE in the ring, announcing that Chris Benoit, his wife Nancy, and his son Daniel were found dead in their house, and we are going to dedicate tonight's show to Chris Benoit. Oh. So they played all Chris Benoit's best, greatest hits, and all that stuff. Oh, man. So then in the meantime, come Tuesday morning when the news comes out that the sick prick did what he did, so the next night's show, which at that time would have been, I think, the ECW show... They started the show off with Vince McMahon saying uh, they, they had discovered between t- Monday night and Tuesday night the grisly details of what had actually happened. And from this day forward, there will be no mention of Chris Benoit on any WWE programming, wow. et cetera, et cetera. So they were in a sticky pickle at that point. Not their fault. It's not their fault. Not their fault. They
0: thought that they were supporting one of their fallen people, you mm-hmm. know. But
1: they decided that, uh, and here's the funny thing, going back to what I was talking about earlier kevin sullivan nancy's ex-husband yeah there were i mean between monday and tuesday or late sunday early tuesday when all, everything actually came out there were actually conspiracy theories going on out there that kevin sullivan yeah. had murdered nancy chris and Daniel. i'm glad
0: you brought that up because that was the next thing i was going to bring up once once you were done telling your story which was all of the different conspiracy theories that came out about this case yes so you go ahead with the the first. That's one. it. That's the only one.
1: That was that was the only one that was that was heavily circulated right then at that very moment. Mm-hmm. Um, was people were but I don't even know necessarily conspiracy theory, just speculation. Well, there's a conjecture. lot of them on the
0: internet, so it's really for me somebody who wasn't paying attention at that time. You know, I'm reading all the different conspiracy theories that have come out since then so i got a a bunch and one of them was the one you were mentioning because there was apparently um a wikipedia thing a conspiracy about that what do you know about that
1: now that was something i was going to bring up yeah 10 hours and 29 minutes before the police actually discovered the crime scene mm-hmm. someone had posted on wikipedia yeah. that chris benoit They were obviously... The Wikipedia page was up for the pay-per-view that night. And someone had edited that Johnny Nitro replaced Chris Benoit on the pay-per-view. Yes. Because he could not be there because of the untimely death of his wife, Nancy.
0: They didn't mention Daniel, just Nancy. No.
1: And... Um, so police did investigate that guy, mm-hmm. and I guess I mean in reality, lo and behold, it turned out because we all know what actually happened. Yeah, that that was just a eerie coincidence. That guy was just a dick playing a trick, Wasn't trying he to like be,
0: a kid, like an eighteen year old. I, I guy. think so. Yeah, just some, a guy trying, you yeah. know, just a
1: guy on the internet trying to be yeah. a troll. Yeah, and it just so happened that uh, he kind of sort of got it right.
0: Yeah, right, he kind of sort of got it right, <laughs> but I didn't know if you knew anything about that. Yes. Because was, that was, a, that a, was thing. a yeah
1: That was a conspiracy thing because there were people who were saying, uh, What if Kevin Sullivan did that? Right, because they know, said
0: the IP was within. In a Stanford, cert- Connecticut. Yeah, yeah, which is where the. whatever where stadium WWE is. Yeah, that's where it is. And they thought it was somebody with an inside job, and that's where. You said Stanley, right? That was his name? So no. What's his name? What? What's his name? Kevin Sullivan? Sullivan. Not Stanley Sullivan. Stanley
1: Stanley Sullivan. No,
0: I was thinking instead of Sullivan, I was thinking Stanley. Stanley. So that's where whatever his name is came from. Kevin Sullivan. Eh, I've had a glass of wine. It's fine. It's okay. I don't really care. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah. So this. (laughs) So I guess at this point, what other gruesome details do you have uh, that surround any of this story? There really aren't any other gruesome details. He just. Was a bastard who killed his wife. Yeah. Then the next day, killed his son. Um. And then the next day, hung himself.
1: And I will with say, an elliptical arm. I will say for the record. <laughs> that, yeah. Essentially. <laughs> essentially. God, how grisly. How awful. What a terrible. I laugh, but it's nervous. What laugh. a terrible weekend. <laughs> what a terrible weekend at the Benoit house. Oh my god. Um. It was not Royd Rage.
0: That was something I was going to ask earlier, if if you believe if it was a roid rage. And and
1: here's where I'm going to get into some psycho things. All right. Chris Benoit, I I believe, I believe that people that are able to, I really do believe that people that murder other people, whether crime of passion or not, have the capacity to do it. So they have a sickness in them somewhere. Okay. Right. There's, There's something wrong with them. Because lots of people get angry at their spouse and do not kill them. So, my thing about Chris. Number one, they did find out he had he did have he did have a small amount of steroids in his system, which wasn't out of the ordinary for for someone of his profession. Um, he did not have. They said it was not an, a, a a thing of roid rage. Um, what I will say is this: I think that there was a combination of things. First of all, I discussed Chavo Guerrero earlier and Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero was a wrestler who was one of my favorites of all time and Eddie had a huge, he had he had drug problems, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. and and he had overcome all of that. And he was 38 years old in 2005, it was November of 2005 and even though Eddie had recovered from his had recovered and rehabbed, and, and he was clean. He had been clean for over a year or two years, maybe. So so much so that they had made him the champion. Yeah. Uh, eventually, that stuff takes a toll on you, whether you've recovered or not. Your body has has taken the toll... Eddie's heart blew up, essentially. Eddie Mm -hmm. died in 2005 at the age of 38. Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit were like brothers. They were best of friends. And from all accounts that I've ever heard, from any wrestlers that I've ever talked to or listened to talk about it, uh, Chris Benoit was never the same after Eddie died. He went into a deep depression. He became very aloof. He he was not the guy people remembered.
0: It almost like...
1: He used to they they found they found a journal of letters he w- he was writing to eddie about Backers about there. his brain yeah. and crazy thoughts and all kinds of stuff and I think it was a combination of that and what we know now that we did not know then whether it be n f l players w w e wrestlers uh boxers ultimate fighters we had no idea in 2007 the things we know now about cte which mm-hmm. is uh concussions and what what that rattling your brain around in your head yeah does to those guys does to their does to their psyche which does is to their what mentality. the made
0: earlier which is it's not fake it's fixed right yeah that, one of chris's
1: signature moves was he went to the top rope and literally just fell head first into his opponent Ugh. he never headbutted his opponent's head his head, however, always hit their shoulder, their yeah. shoulder blade, right. their collarbone, something like that. So, and so I think it was a combination of, first of all, probably had the capacity in his mind at some point to be that way. Secondly, he was depressed because of Eddie. And third, I mean probably a little depressed and and, and stressed out. Sounds like this of guy had maybe even son. had
0: PTSD, honestly, because his best friend died. Right. You know, it's not just a soldier issue. It's
1: now here's the yeah. f- here's the fun part. Yeah. They examined his brain. Okay. They examined his brain. As a matter of fact, his father gave permission for his brain to be e- extracted and examined. All right. Mm-hmm. Chris Benoit was, I cannot remember how old he was when he died. It was probably early 40s, late 30s. Um, I cannot remember, to be honest with you. But they said that because of his um, concussions, because of the, uh, the, the pounding that his brain had taken from what he did, what you looking at? I was
0: looking at the age. He died oh, at 40. 40. I was trying to help you okay. out. But I was trying to do it quietly. <laughs> Sorry. <That's okay.
1: laughs> well, what I'm saying is they, they, they got the permission to, from his father to extract his brain. They studied his brain. This 40-year-old man had, they said, the brain of a 79-year-old Alzheimer's patient. Mm,
0: when I read it was
1: 85. 85. Okay. Either
0: way, old.
1: So there you go. Yeah. I mean, there's lots of explanations again, I think a sick person is a sick person is a sick person.
0: he just had the nudge
1: and a lots lots of big nudges lots
0: of, lots of big nudges lots of
1: big nudges, and it was it was uh, very sad and
0: um well right that's it's extremely awful that he killed his wife and child in his madness and then decided to kill himself yes. so really, they didn't serve any justice. Like, he killed himself. Right. There was, yeah.
1: So, very sad, very sick situation. Yeah. But I hope I got to lend my expertise to the podcast You absolutely
0: here. did, and I appreciate it. That Actually, you coming on helped me not stay in here and stutter, because I'm like, I don't know what an ECW is, but we're going to go with it. <laughs> so, you were able to explain all the dirty details that I couldn't. I
1: tried to not be too... Wrestling guy talkie, I hope for your audience. I tried I, not, If I you tried, were, I
0: would ask. You know, it's I no big deal. I tried not
1: to be you like did great. to say things where people would go, I have no idea what this guy's talking right. about. <laughs> What's a chavo?
0: What's a ch? Well, I mean, it's a person, right? Well, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, but yeah. I think you did wonderful, and all we right. appreciate you coming on. Well, you didn't really have a choice. I kind of no, made you. No, I didn't. I got dragged yeah. into the studio. I, and I quite literally said, all right, come with me. We're talking about Chris Benoit. Let's go. <laughs> and that was the end of it.
1: If you <laughs> happen to listen to this show and like pro wrestling, go ahead and check out the We Can't Wrestle podcast, Yes, by the should. way.
0: Absolutely. And if go you don't on.
1: mind, a little, it's a little raunchy, but... And long. And long. It's very it's long-winded.
0: Long. You you better saddle in for a two- to three-hour episode. And you're going to listen to Heckle and Jekyll as well. Yes. Yes. <laughs> your brother and your buddy. Yes. <laughs> That's it. Another wonderful, you'll love it if you're a wrestling fan. Actually, quite honestly, the first like 20 to 30 minutes is just you guys chatting about things, which I enjoy that part. But once you start talking about the wrestling, I'm like, okay, I'm out.
1: Hasta la vista. Hasta la
0: vista. You got 20 minutes out of me.
1: That must be the ones I look at where it's like this person only listened for 22 minutes. That's me. That's (laughs) Nellie
0: B. Sorry.
1: Thanks for having me, folks.
0: Thanks for coming on. And we will talk to you all next week with a new series. Now that my host has left the studio, I want to say thank you again, Nate, for joining me on the story about Chris Benoit to everyone else that is listening right now if you are into talking about murder stories or if you know some details about the stories that I've told previously I'd love to hear from you if you don't want to be a part of the show just send me some information that you you know through you could do Facebook or you can send it to me through Anchor or if you'd like to be a host on my show I would love to have you I absolutely love having someone to talk to so with that being said, I'm going to sign off for the evening, and I want to say thank you for listening, and we will see you again next week with a brand new series. Thank you for listening to Criminal Wind. If there is a specific story that you would like me to cover, please tag me at Criminal Wine, or you may also post it on our Facebook page.